0: everybody and welcome back into Talk Off. It is Tuesday, March 7th and we are here. The World Baseball Classic is pretty much officially here. First game tomorrow on Wednesday. Couldn't be more excited.
1: Mm. Isn't there a game technically in a few hours? Like 12 hours?
0: No, that's that's next. That's That's the next day. I don't I know,
1: man. I don't know. March. Uh, I'm pretty sure, oh, pretty that sure is. Do, you're man. right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. Now he's now who he sounds stupid. I'm. Uh, I'm feeling better. Like still not like really a hundred percent, but the voice is back. Like thank God. I feel like I can enunciate a sentence now without. Uh, having to cough, which feels great.
0: Well, I mean, i've I feel like I've been carrying these episodes lately. You know. Oh, really? Your back like hurting. The ultimate, You're the ultimate to, podcast. You... My back does hurt a little bit. Yeah, you it have does. That
1: scoliosis. Yeah. Where'd you get it?
0: Um, the store.
1: Oh, okay. Walmart. They they have those on uh on sale now.
0: Uh, they're uh Bogo, buy one get one. Actually.
1: Oh wow, buy one get one, Scully. Handing them out, yep, with candy.
0: Yeah, got one for a friend of mine while I was there.
1: Isn't that very nice of you? Do you wrap those up to give them, or is that something you're just like, scoliosis?
0: Uh, I kind of just throw it at them, yeah. Oh, okay, I don't
1: yeah. I, I don't like to wrap it up. Gotcha that, would, gotcha. that would just be weird. I feel like that's a good surprise gift anyway. It's like, here's something that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's per- it's absolutely perfect. Does scoliosis affect you for the rest
0: of your life? I think so. It fucks your back up pretty much like, yeah. all the way. Didn't, like, that a pro athlete suck. have that? I'm sure there's mild cases.
1: I I, I feel like I remember... Oh, sc- um, Usain Bolt has it. I feel like that doesn't add up. Mm. Usain Bolt has
0: scoliosis. Well, apparently scoliosis makes you the fastest man in the world.
1: Didn't know that. Damn. Damn. Maybe if you have scoliosis, you can become the fastest man in the world too. I would give myself scoliosis
0: if it meant I would become the fastest man in the world.
1: Now how does one give themselves scoliosis? Um, a lot of skills. Hmm. You know. You know what I was thinking about earlier today. What were you thinking about earlier today? When I'm actually the, really curious. When is the weather gonna like just pick like make its mind up at this rate? Because. It's it's getting. I I think this is why I got sick was because it went from like warm to twenty degrees and snowing, and now we're creeping up on the warm side again, and now we're kind of going back down to normal February weather. Yep, it's March, but we need to. Oh right, it is March. Fuck, we need to find that equilibrium where it's like that nice March weather, and fuck, it's it just just sucks. Too cold. It's going to be like 25 degrees tomorrow. I don't know how people in there are like... If you're above 50 years old, I don't know how you do northeast weather. <laughs> See, I'm so serious, dude. Like, if That's I, why
0: all of them leave and go to Florida or South Carolina.
1: I, I don't fucking blame them. It's, it's, it's miserable up here. I hate it. And I'm 23. It took me a second. I had to think about my age for a second there. Okay. You ever, as long
0: as you don't have to think about your name.
1: Do, do, do you ever sometimes when someone's like oh how old are you and you're just like uh like it takes you a second occasionally I which guess. is also like we're we're young enough to where it's like not an offensive question to be asked our name our our name yep our <laughs> age what what age does that settle in where it's like it's a no-go to ask your age
0: I think it's okay for a while until no, but like... you
1: know how people get around that when you get older. They're yeah. like, what year did you graduate college? Because then it's just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> see, that's that's the polite way when when you get older to to be like, how old are you? What year did you graduate? It's actually, high school? a good way to get actually a really good way around it. Right, because then you just have to, unless you're just like an idiot who spent six years in high school. Yeah, no. then there, it just takes some easy uh, subtraction.
0: Some mathematics. Some
1: mathematics. You I carry know the all one. about mathematics. You know what I figured out the other day? I don't know how to divide on paper anymore. It's kind of embarrassing. Do you know how to divide on paper? I think so. I okay, do it right now. Get a pen and paper. I don't have. I don't have any paper. Okay, open up your notes app. Okay, and start drawing.
0: Uh okay. I'll give you like. What a, do you want? What do you want? What do you want me to divide? Um, I'm gonna. Can you I'm draw? Gonna oh, get, never mind. I got it.
1: Uh, let's see.
0: Yeah, hurry up! Come on, man. Hold on, bro. This is a pot This is a podcast.
1: Uh, divide twenty six by. Oh my god! By three. Oh,
0: oh, fucking! Where's the eraser?
1: Because I realized I got, the other day, I was like, I got f- this
0: easy. Three, 26, seven. Uh, okay. See, I know hold the up, first part, but
1: up. once we start carrying shit and. I got this. I got this. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm trying to laughs> when, think. Once you start. How many one-
0: times does three go into 50?
1: Oh, well, that's easy, dude. Come on. So tell me. No, nah, it's. I mean, it, it's. It's a. It's not a whole number. It's like 16 and a half. Yeah, is it sixteen though? Well, because th- fifteen times three is forty-five. So. Yeah, you're right. Wait, am I doing this right? <laughs> I don't know, no, dude. I did it wrong. That's...
0: I did it wrong. I did it wrong. Hold dude, up. Hold so
1: up. many. Of, so much of the shit that this you... is.
0: This is great podcasting, by the way. Like oh, all right. phenomenal.
1: So, so some of the shit that we learned in like the elementary school days, like I completely went over my head.
0: Yeah, did you? I, did, I understand. did you have
1: to write cursive? I had to write cursive, and in, uh, in elementary school they used to grade me on my handwriting. Could you imagine how dumb? Yeah, I had that to write is? cursive,
0: and, and they don't teach that anymore. I don't think you don't have to learn cursive because anymore. It's stupid as fuck. Yeah, it is stupid. I don't even write things down anymore. Oh,
1: oh my god! I just knocked over my mic. I had, that's happened to me before. Um, no, it's dumb as fuck, dude. Like, I also I quit. I quit on division. What what numbers did I ask you to do again? Five or something into twenty three into twenty six. Uh, it was twenty eight into three. It was like nine uh, nine and change. I was gonna 26. try to give you a whole number uh, to start. I was like, I should give them a whole number. Um. And then that would I was like, super easy. no, 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 let's, 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 let's give him a, <laughs> I want to, I want to give him a decimal. Um, Piss me off. No, but I, I was, I was thinking about this the other day, like how dumb some of the shit that we learn in school is. That's just so counterproductive in living an actual life. I mean, this isn't like, a oh, really, yeah. it, it's not, it's not a really weird take because everyone always says like, when the fuck are you ever going to need like geometry or anything like that? But there are it's some back, shit though. that I've learned in school where I'm just like, "What the fuck? Like, why? Why did why? I need to know this?" No, seriously. I agree. I, I have. I have. I have another take for you. Go ahead. you Remember. Remember, like, like PE and shit like that. Yes. In class. So, so would you, I was thinking about this. Like, I understand that, like, the school system wants PE and gym class so, like kids move around, but like, if you had the choice. Would you not like if 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 they gave you a choice and they said like you're in high school right now, you have to take gym or you can leave school an hour early, oh, obviously you would leave school an hour early, yeah, I know, but then like you wouldn't so be would able everyone
0: to like in hoop. the world nobody no, would then go you to gym be class able to hoop
1: then. with the lads Hooping with the lads was kind of sick in high school are you kidding
0: me? I would so much rather go home early than take a, a an extra class.
1: Well, it's not that's really a class, day. though. Yeah, but neither is home. <laughs> Remember when you used to get graded? There's no one. Remember when There's you? I wonder, the, that... I wonder what the. I wonder what I wonder what the grading process was, for gym for what class, gym teachers? class? Yeah. Did you Did you show up?
0: A. <laughs> if you didn't show up, <laughs> that
1: should have just been a pass fail class. I know that's more like but college, it is. But... It
0: is honestly.
1: <laughs> I just I, I want to I want if anyone's listening out there and like you got like a B in gym I would love to be a fly on that wall sitting in like a parent teacher conference <laughs> that would be so fucking funny dude I hope that happens to me one day where I'm like at a b- parent teacher conference and I'm like so like like I'm just curious as to like what went into the B in gym. Like, <laughs> was was the mile time not fast enough, or was the walking pace not good enough in class? Like what what's the deal? I with that?
0: I really have no clue how someone could get a B in gym. That doesn't make sense to me. You literally have to not show up.
1: You literally it's it's impossible. But I guarantee you, like somewhere someone's get getting it. Yeah.
0: So maybe we should go back to baseball. So maybe back I to baseball. Say we're, we're, this, we're, is we're a, this is away from the main. This game. is a a baseball podcast. We should probably talk about baseball.
1: Uh, it's it's a good vibes podcast with that that, that, that talks about baseball.
0: That's true. Spring training, Chris. We saw a couple guys for the first time against uh-huh. you know against spring training live live at bats. Kodai Sango for the Mets. We saw his Looked first start good. the other day. Looks good. phenomenal. That ghost pitch or whatever the fuck it's called is
1: disgusting. The ghost pitch is and really it, sick.
0: It scares the shit out of me. That thing um, just looked – I watched him strike someone out on it. It looked like it was going to be a strike right down the middle, and it just dipped and fell on the ground. I don't know what what happened.
1: Yeah. Um, it was really cool to hear Nolan Arenado talk post-game about that. He was saying that in the first few hitters of the game – uh Senga looked a little shaky and then it kind of looks like he found his footing along the road and he was touching 98 99 out there so that was really encouraging to see uh, and you know just just to see him face great hitters I know this was something that we had talked about where we were like kind of iffy on how his first major league season would go facing uh, a full slate of major league hitters and not a small sample size in the world baseball classic but I'll tell you, there's like there's a there was a lot of encouraging signs for me uh, to see what I saw on Sunday. That was Sunday, right? No, yeah, no,
0: yeah, no, Saturday. Because Verlander or Saturday.
1: Verlander threw one of those days. I'm trying to think now. It's unimportant. Um, Verlander threw Saturday. Sanga through Sunday. Uh no, it was it was awesome. It was and Verlander looked great as well. So. Positive sides all around. Today the Mets announced that Jose Quintana has a small stress fracture in his fifth rib. I didn't know you even had five ribs. I don't even know how you many have, ribs we have. How many ribs do you have? I think like eight oh, on Christ. each each side. Well, this is why I, I don't I don't think
0: is, I don't think going all across counts as one rib. I think it's just like the one side. I
1: think so. Seven,
0: eight. I think so. Do the first ones count as ribs or is that like or like the last ones, I mean, or is that like the sternum or whatever? Like down the fuck, down by, you know by my I mean? tummy. Yeah, I'm f- I'm, I'm giving myself an exam right now. By the way, those are definitely one, two, Wait, three, two four, five, six, four, five. seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm I'm counting at least like twelve. I'm
1: gonna ask Siri. How many ribs do ask. I have? Twelve. We have twelve. Normally, it's a I just pack.
0: counted. I told you.
1: So is that my six pack right there, on the ribs? Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm going to go to the bar this weekend and tell every girl I meet I have a six-pack of ribs. They will all run away. They will most definitely not want to come near me. Probably not. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is... this is. Oh, man. The injury train is starting up again. It's just like, can we catch a fuck Well, it's race? starting up
0: for a lot... Of- it's starting up for a lot of teams honestly. It's it's not just the Mets. A lot of teams are fighting with injuries, but that's what spring training's for cuz you know the you, you got to knock off that rust and mm-hmm. injuries are going to happen. But um, pretty mostly scary everyone started though for the Sox. Yeah, uh Justin Turner today getting hit in the face with a pitch, fastball, dude, right to his fucking head. He did go to the hospital after and they said he actually he very narrowly uh, dodged a, a pretty pretty aggressive uh, head injury. So he's going to be out for a couple weeks at least, but they say his, his head is good, he's stable.
1: Where in, did, did it get Dude, him on like, the back right, of the head or like like, in the face, square in the face? No, it, it, the no square in the face. Okay. Um, square
0: in the face, but it didn't hit him in the nose luckily, so he didn't break his nose or anything.
1: I have a trivia question for you. Okay. That you might, that, 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 this is actually a tough one. I don't know if you would get this because it's like, like a pretty good, it, it's, a, it's more Mets trivia than anything. The guy who saved Johan Sant, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't him. Well, X Met, this is bad trivia. X, X Met, who turned angel, was also hit square in the face on a bunt. He wasn't even bunting. Well, I'm just saying, do you know who it is? Uh, Matt that got hit in the face, squaring around for a bunt? It's a really random person. Do you, would I know who it is? Colin Cowgill? No, I don't even know who that is. Played on a bunch of different teams. Yeah, he got hit square in the face, uh, squaring to bunt. I know we said he didn't bunt, but uh, yeah. Real interesting.
0: No, it, it, it happens. It's very... Unfortunate when it does, but they say he's in high spirits, you know, not too much like serious injury, so he'll be okay. But there's still guys around the league that are fine with injury. I mean, we talked about obviously DeGrom's side tightness. He Mm -hmm. did throw a bullpen uh, session on Saturday, scheduled to face live hitting on Wednesday, so we'll see how he looks then. Vladdy Jr., who's not going to play in the World Baseball Classic because of uh, knee inflammation, his MRI revealed just – just that, pretty much, just a little inflammation on his right knee, so that'll keep him out for probably a week or two. But they should, they expect him to be back for opening day, and the Padres as well, fighting with a little injury. Juan Soto, he's not going to play with the Dominican. And oh, I'm I'm sorry. He just they all traveled to Miami. He did not go with them, and Joe Musgrove as well has fractured fractured left big toe, which. The stupid little fucking shit is. Did he the drop? Worst a, shit, I think he honestly. dropped a
1: weight on that, right?
0: Yeah, that's what it says. He dropped a weight on it at the end of February. Oh, damn, that sucks, dude. He's gonna miss a cup a couple weeks. And so, but like th- this is what we always talk about. Spring training is good because you get this little bullshit out of the way, and then when you, opening day, you hopefully, hopefully when opening day hits, you hit the ground running.
1: Yeah, and there's been some guys who have been already hitting the ground running. Zach, we talked about this over the weekend. Jason Hayward just absolutely obliterating the baseball.
0: He's mashing, and Jason Hayward, Jason Hayward's an interesting player this year for the Dodgers because I think they're going to need someone to step up like big time. Mm -hmm. And Jason Hayward could be that spark plug out of nowhere. We saw his struggles last year, but there's still a good player there. There's still a good athlete, and he's not. He's not this old like. Just getting out of the league, kind of guy. Like he's 33. He's not that old. 33, we could talk about guys are just maybe just exiting their prime of their career. Mm -hmm. So he has had an approach change at the plate. You saw a lot in his earlier career. He was using his athleticism more and hitting the ball straight into the ground. He's trying to lift the ball a lot more, use more power. And that's what the Dodgers are going to need this year they're going to need a little spark plug off the bench to come in and supply a little bit of power so
1: hopefully Jason Hayward's hot bat
0: stays hot for the
1: Dodgers. Uh qu- quick question for you here. So we we all we all saw uh the Road the Rodon. I always I always mess that last name up. We we saw how Rodon got roughed up a little bit on Sunday against the the Braves. I, I believe the final line was let me let me, let me do some quick quick skim through here. I know he gave up five it was five runs, six hits, two home runs and a walk uh, of two plus innings. So typically Carlos tops tops out around 96, 97 and he usually sits 95 in this first spring training start and obviously like guys aren't fully ramped up he was only sitting 91 92 does this concern you at all considering he's coming off a year in which he threw the highest amount of innings in his career the past two years he's been kind of a guy who's thrown over 130 innings so i mean in the past we've seen guys who come into a, a season after two kind of bulkier years that they're not really used to and they come in with a little fatigue to start off do you think this has anything to to do with that or I know that this is a very small sample size. We've only seen one start, but uh, as a as a Yankee fan, that's kind of worrying. Seeing him drop two to three miles an hour, especially just on a sitting fastball.
0: Yeah, I, I I understand your concerns, and I I kind of understand a lot of a lot of people's concerns with Rodon after that first start. Obviously, it's not what you want to see going out on a new team, coming off a career year. But you do make a great point. He's pitched more in the last two years than he has in his entire career pretty much. And mm-hmm. coming off that, there can be a lot of fatigue. Do I think that he's not going to – that he's still not going to be Carlos – he's still going to be Carlos Rodon, no, mm-hmm. no matter what. He's he's, he's still going to be great. And I, I would really take this this spring training start with a grain of salt. I don't think it's – As do I. I mean, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not I, holding which, that
1: much weight to it.
0: Exactly. But we got to talk about something on this podcast. Right, so, yeah, yeah. But – but you're absolutely right. It, there is some fatigue concerns that that could be a problem for the Yankees come sh- down the stretch. And we talked about that with Nestor as well, the guy who hasn't really proven that he can throw that many innings this many years in a row. So there is some concern there. I think with health and with just longevity. But I still think Carlos Rodon is going to be you know the top of the line in the p- in the left handed pitching department in the major leagues this year. I don't think that you know he'll tire out the way people might think he will, and he's still going to be great. I, I think this is just an off start. You know, first start in a long time, so you got to get out there, get the jitters out, and I think that's what this was. He, he's also he's also pitching with a new team. He might not trust the fielders as much. The catch, the pitcher catcher relationship, you know, there is a lot there with pitchers and catchers in their relationship and how they trust each other, calling games, catching for them, everything. So. Mm-hmm. It's really just a feel out for for Rodon. I I don't didn't really expect him to go in there and just dominate. It's more of just a feel, getting getting the feel with the teammates that he's on the field with, with the catcher, with the coaching staff. So I think he'll be all right.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I don't want to raise any red flags because it you know anytime I talk Yankees ball, it always sounds like Mets fan trying to shit on the other side of New York. But I, I, look, I had I had serious. I had concerns about Degrom when I saw him throw two spring trainings ago, and he was only topping out at ninety six. When, when I when we're used to seeing Jake top out at you know one hundred and one, and seeing him consistently around the ninety seven to ninety nine range, when you are a guy, when you are even in your first start, and I understand that he might not even be ramped up to his full capability as of right now, but two to three miles an hour off of your average velocity is kind of a a red flag in my opinion there could be a a multitude of factors that lead to this maybe you know who knows maybe his throwing program didn't allow for a lot of time before this first start and maybe the pitching staff said hey let's let's not go all out today let's give 80 85 percent but just from looking on this as an objective outside perspective this is something that definitely raises a red flag for me and like we said like we've seen guys this happened to guys who have pitched a lot more than they're used to in recent seasons. And this is in fact, the case with Rodon.
0: Yeah, I I, I really, I really do think that he'll, I I really do think he'll be all I I don't think this is anything to look for, look farther into, but there are a lot of people who like to nitpick, especially in during the spring training time. I mean, I've been on Twitter and I've seen a lot of, Oh, Chris sale sit in 91, 93. Yes, obviously. That's what he was doing in 2019 and 2020 when he was actually pitching, sitting 91-93. The 97 Chris Sale is not really there anymore, and it hasn't been, and he was still very effective at 91-93. He threw today, first time out there, and he looked brilliant. Two strikeouts, two hits, two innings, no walks, no runs. That's what I want to see, and it was beautiful. Beautiful. Struck a guy out on a backdoor freaking slider. I absolutely love when he does that. It makes it just it makes my blood tingle. It just oh, it gets me going, dude.
1: <laughs> I saw some um, I saw some interesting news today that the Dodgers could be interested in uh Connor Falefa. That would be good for the Yankees. That'd be really good for the Yankees. Just an interesting move for the Dodgers.
0: It doesn't really make much sense to me. Seeing having they their opening day starter right now, at shortstop is going to be Miguel Vargas, who is already someone who's very good in the field and can't really hit that much. So mm-hmm. I I don't really understand what that move would be because they would just be trading for the same player.
1: Yeah, essentially, and it's funny because the Yankees don't really like. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like there's there have been times where the Yankees don't even view him as their shortstop.
0: I really wouldn't. I, the Yankees, I think the Yankees view Isaiah Kano-Falefa is, as a placeholder for mm-hmm. Anthony Volpe. He, he's a placeholder. Then that's what really what he is. And that's what a lot of guys, honestly, in the league are, are placeholders. But Isaiah kano is playing for the New York Yankees to save the spot for Anthony Volpe. Because when he comes up, he
1: will be the starting shortstop for the New York Yankees for many years to come. Mm-hmm. So we saw a little more this weekend of the pitch clock and how that can affect games. Max Scherzer decided on a pitch clock violation that wiped away a double play, and he tried to quick pitch a batter while the batter used his one disengagement in the at-bat. And before he re-engaged the pitcher, Scherzer already tried to quick pitch him, which this year results in a box. So this is a little bit of change in the game because in years past, quick pitching and you know if your batters if the guy in the box looking down the the entire history of the game it would be like well you know what you're in the box now the league is taking the stance of uh there has to be an engagement from the batter in order for a pitch to be thrown which i get it from a safety perspective but man like i don't know So you're in the box you should be ready
0: i'm with you i I, i'm i'm a big proponent of you're in the box you're, you should be fucking ready if you're not ready just get out of the box and i understand mm-hmm. they're gonna say oh but we don't have, I don't have enough time to get in the fucking box get in the fucking box and hit the ball get in the box and hit the ball pay fucking attention mm-hmm. it's really not that hard and it's shit like that that honestly pisses me off like if you're in the box you should be paying attention i knew when i was nine years old playing fucking little league that when i'm in that box i gotta pay attention because the pitch is coming
1: yeah, I so mean, it's, it's, you it's know, the way we go. I understand. Up on game, I understand
0: so. the, I understand the whole shit, and you you want to change shit, and that, and that's fine, and whatever. And we've already seen the manipulations of the rules so far. You saw the Red Sox played the Twins in spring training. Mm-hmm. Joey Gallo got up, and instead of bringing our infielders to the right, we just took our center fielder Adam Duvall and put him. Where the shifted second baseman used to be in shallow right field, and we just didn't have a left fielder. Left field moved over to center, and that's yeah, how we dealt be, with
1: Joey Gallo. There's going to be ways that teams get around this shift, and they're—I they're, mean, not only they're going to have to get creative, but I, I almost like this this new version of the shift because in past years in Major League Baseball, it, it became it—it it was it, there was no strategy to a shift, and now there has to be. Explain. Well, because, anal- okay, let's say you, Joey Gallo is a perfect perfect player to, to, to use as an example here. He's a pull guy. You know that, I don't know, Zach, what, what would you say, 85% of the balls he puts in play are going to be to the right side of the infield? 95, probably. Okay. So in years past, you would pull your third baseman over, or you would pull your third baseman over to short, you put the short up the middle, and you would essentially have three men on the right side of the infield, right? With the third baseman, the lone guy, being on the left side? Yeah. So what I'm saying is now that you have to have two guys on the opposing sides of the second base bag. All infielders have to have both feet on the infield or one? Both. Both? Okay. Now we're starting to see teams, like you said, pulling outfield over. Pull pull a left fielder over to to play more center right. It's 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 the fact that teams are having to get more creative now with this. That's that's making me like the banning the shift rule as well too.
0: I I get what you're saying. And we saw that we saw that weird
1: formation in the outfield the other day too, where there was three guys on one side of the outfield. They
0: do have to get a little more creative and. And I do think that that gets to be a lot more exciting mm-hmm. because I, I think the shift was just becoming the the normal shift with the shortstop up the middle and and basically three guys on the right side of the infield was getting a little too much of the norm, and it, it was, was becoming like, such an easy it went,
1: out. It was just it, it didn't it seem like it really it, it seemed like it put the defense at such a strong advantage that it had to be ruled out.
0: Yeah, and, and I do like that it's gone. I, I love that the shift is gone, and there is no question about it. I just think that the manip- manipulation of it is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I- I'm, I'm really, I'm interested to see how far the MLB lets them manipulate it go. Yeah, because I, it's gonna be I, I want to see how far I want to see how far the teams will go and how far the MLB will let them go.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I- I'm sure it's going to be. We're, I'm sure we're going to see some crazy things this year. the The one thing that interests me is the infielders on the dirt. That that interests me a lot, just for the fact that I mean, I would almost I would almost pull my right fielder in to create a third infielder, and then move my center field over to play right field, and then have my left fielder come over and play a left center. So i essentially That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, but then... That's what's going to happen. But it, it's right. going to be a
0: lot... It's also going to be a lot different because you're going to have outfielders playing almost infield positions in shallow right field.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I agree. So it's going
0: to be So it's really like... It's, it's, it is different than what it was. A lot of people are saying, oh, this is no different. There's still three guys over there. But it is different because that guy in shallow right is not going to be able to make the plays that the second baseman, the all-star second baseman, gold glove second baseman, was able to make because the outfielder can't make those, those diving catches. He can't go deep in holes like that and make the throw to first accurately. It's not going to happen like that. So I do think it's going to work out. It's going to work itself out, and we just got to see how it goes
1: yeah and i think overall this this will be a, a plus for the game for reasons that i mentioned it feels it felt like to to put it in like simplest terms in a in a good um analogy for this is it just felt like the d was on a power play they, they were they were just they was on a they were on a power play every time they went out there yeah or excuse me the how, how yes. am i phrasing this you're right yeah i'm right yeah Yes. Just stacking one side of the field. Cherry picking. Yes. There we go.
0: I just wanted to uh, break some news. We have some breaking news. Justin Turner was just released from the hospital. 16 stitches, no serious head injury. Ooh,
1: Ooh. 16 stitches, damn. 16 stitches. The scariest shit with that is like internal bleeding. Yep, but
0: they say he's all good. Released from the hospital. So, what's like a timetable for Justin? If you're listening, I love you. I have, there is no timetable right now. Uh,
1: Worse than Stanton's? I think, uh, no. No, because I think Stanton broke like every bone in his face.
0: Yeah, not at all. I'm sure Harper uh, was out. Harper
1: was out like a month.
0: Yeah. You can be out a while, dude. Because no, if you I know. move yeah, around,
1: yeah, yeah. that shit starts bleeding and shit. No, I know. Yeah, it's definitely all right. Uh, so, definitely scary stuff. So, hopefully, uh, red turn. You know, by the way, you know, you know, he goes as red turn. What is it? Red turn two on Instagram. It's actually a sick yeah. Instagram name. He is. I love him. I'm very happy. He's on my team. All right. I know you wanted to get to a little talking about the MLB Top 100 list because we we didn't really discuss it that much when it came out.
0: Yeah, I was just hoping you know they they really split it up into into ten ten really sections, and I think that's the easiest way for us to really break it down. And mm-hmm. and I I just want to talk about there was a couple there was a couple things that I thought were interesting. I just I'm really curious to know how these guys come up with these lists and how they rank pitchers over. Hitters I know me and you talked about maybe doing our own top, you know, 25 something like that list but it, I I think it's so hard to value a pitcher to a hitter and a first baseman to a shortstop or a catcher to a center fielder it's when it's not position by position it's very hard to rank and and I get it but let's just start and I'm going to start from the bottom mm-hmm. 93 Jazz Chisholm jr. and, and I want to get your opinion on this because ninety one is Nestor Cortez, and I view Jazz Chisholm a hell of a lot better than I view Nestor Cortez. It could be my mm. Red Sox bias, but I want to know in, I mean in your opinion, I do think you think jazz is at ninety three because of the move to center?
1: Uh, no, I think it's a I think it's a very accurate rating for him. I think he's just uh, has a lot of potential, hasn't really come into his own yet seen flashes of what he can be obviously sticking him out in center field he has the ability now to really showcase the speed in the defense as as well as another season of developing his uh his power and his ability to put the ball in play at a high clip so i think this is a a good spot for him I, i think in a year or so we'll see him tick up into the 70s and 60s but for right now i'd say this is a good spot for him. I think why Nestor Cortez is in the 90s is probably because of that, that second-half slip after the All-Star break where he kind of lost his – I think I mean, he should be out of this list. You don't think Nestor Cortez and, is a top and, 100 and, and here's also I – And mean, I definitely think he's a top 100 player.
0: I don't, but – I don't, but again, it could be my Yankee bias. But he, here's another one that that's in this in this grouping, this 10-people grouping. You, Darvish is 95.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know, man. Like the, it's just so hard to rank these because like, you Darvish, you Darvish. It, like, is, I, I, I'm I mean, just like, like I looking guess, at pictures like, and like, sure, like I guess that Bobby Witt Jr. is an overall better baseball player than you Darvish is, but like, value to a team wise, not even close. Like,
0: well, I'm not talking about Bobby Witt. I'm just just comparing you Darvish well, and Nestor. Witt,
1: no, well, Bobby Witt is 92. So you mean to tell me I that? understand,
0: but I, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. I'm just just comparing Nestor and you, Darvish. How okay. can you, Darvish be four spots below Nestor? Uh, like Nestor, sh- they should at least right be flipped. Now,
1: there's probably like a, an age consideration and the fact that Nestor overall did have a better season. I just, I get maybe I'm just a Nestor hater. Um, I'm looking through this list now. I don't think Stanton's a top 100 player.
0: Me neither, but he's a hundred, so I don't really care. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me that much.
1: Uh, Kershaw is not a really a top one hundred player anymore. Get get off the biasness of Kershaw.
0: I think he is. Here's another one that that seventy four Anthony Rizzo, seventy five Matt Chapman. I think Matt Chapman's a much better baseball player than Anthony Rizzo.
1: I agree with that. Um, let's see, let's see. Cedric Mullins at 70, 71 is a little a little low. I, was 44th last season. I think he's definitely a top 60 player.
0: I'm I'm with you. I think 71 is way too low, especially if you look at some of the guys above him, like like unproven guys, like Jeremy Pena. Jeremy Pena went off in the World Series. He's number 64. I get he went off in the playoffs, and that's great. Mm -hmm. But offensive production, he does not produce that much offense to that Astros team. He is a much more defensively sound player, and I get that, but there's no way. That he is seven spots better than Cedric Mullins, I don't believe that.
1: Uh Jeremy Pena at sixty four, I think, is a little low. I think. I think. You think could, that's low? I think he could probably be top sixty. Really? I think you could probably bump him up ten spots. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's really good, dude. Even like, with
0: the hitting concern.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um. Marte is fine there. Brian Reynolds, uh. he hit
0: two fourteen last year. Does
1: well. I mean, how old was he last year too? I mean, this is we're talking about twenty five. Yeah, it, and he hasn't had a lot of major league experience. I think if you give him five hundred at bats this year, I think it's going to be a different story. Oh,
0: I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He hit two fifty five last year. Two fourteen is his spring training.
1: Yeah. So. All right, so then I stand corrected. I stand corrected. He needs another 500 at bats in the major leagues. He only has 558, and over those 558, 22 home runs, 63 RBIs, 253. I think, I think he'll be much better than that this year. Um, Michael Harris. One
0: one thing I actually. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I think Michael Harris is properly rated. I think maybe a little high at fifty three, but I think that that's a good area for him to be in.
0: I I do too. I think it's a good area. I I, I think when you when you combine the the confidence and just the the all around skill that he has in center field, plus the bat that he has for that Braves team, fifty three is right. And and next year he could be top thirty. Honestly,
1: here's here's where I struggle with this list. Um, So, like, Diaz and Class A are 51 and 52. I understand that you can't put relievers high on this list, but, like, do you put them in the 50s? Because I think they're a hell of know. a lot more valuable than 51 and 52, but I don't think they're anywhere near, like, the 20. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's impossible to put those in anywhere on a top 100 list with position players.
0: It's so hard. If relievers are, like, when we t- – t- I just talked about before – yeah, doing starting pitchers compared to like shortstops, but relievers are easily the hardest because how can you justify putting someone top twenty when you really only see them for an inning every other game? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like as someone who's not playing, and like fifty one and fifty two for the two best relievers in baseball, I, I get why they have to be that low because if you look at all the, the fifty names above them, they just produce more all around just because they're basically just because they're on the field more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it, it's so tough to, to figure that out. And I want to talk to you about this one because it, it's been pissing me off. Every time I see any type of list, Adley Rutschman at 41, this guy hasn't proved that much yet.
1: Yeah. I was actually, like gonna... he's
0: played one season of good baseball.
1: Yeah, no, he had a, he did have, and that one good season was a very good season, a five-two war, but not nearly anywhere to be forty-one, in my opinion. Like, here, here's my take on this: a guy like Wander Franco, or Nimmo or Spencer Strider, Stephen Kwan. Like, I'm just naming a few of these guys, like Starling Marte. I would put over in my ranking. I would put over Adley. Maybe not potential wise, but for right, this is this is a top one hundred player right now.
0: I'm not putting more. all like,
1: any four of those guys over over Adley. I'm just even saying, I'm, if I'm you not look Adley at the ten guys. You I'll look at the ten
0: up. guys that are grouped that are grouped with him, mm-hmm. besides maybe like Springer and Urias, I, I I don't I wouldn't put anyone below him. No, I agree. Matt Olson and Kyle Schwarber, they should be above him. Those are proven players. Schwarber is a forty five home run a year guy, and Matt Olson is a thirty five home run hundred RBI. 265-270 average guy. Do you think, Adley Rushman's not hitting 40 home runs as a catcher. Do you I'm think sorry. Dansby, he's going to hit more than the average catcher. But
1: you think Dansby's top 40? I think it's a good area for him, but I don't know if he's top 40.
0: I think full talent-wise, no. I think based off the year that he had last year, I think yes.
1: Okay, fair enough. Pio I think Lawrence because he just went so high. nuclear last year... Fernando Tatis I think Pete Alonso is always... twenty six. What the fuck is that? You think he should be higher, right? Tatis? No, I think he should be in the thirties, dude. Not at twenty six. Oh,
0: okay. Thank, thank no. God, thank God. I thought you were one of those guys. I mean, who the went... guy, the guy there are some people out here. Sucks. There are. Can 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 I can can we just like talk about this for a second? Because there's actually some people out here that that think that he's like a top five player in the league. He's not. And um, how? How? What has he shown you? When did he show it to you? Because apparently I wasn't paying attention. Well, everyone, I understand he had, everyone, he had a, breaks like those, a season everyone, and a half, two seasons maybe.
1: Everyone, everyone, I'll tell you what everybody does. Everybody combines the the 2019 and the 2020 numbers because that yeah pretty much puts together a full season. And if you look at those numbers, it's like let me let me let me let me do some quick math here uh let's see it's like 39 home runs and 98 rbis 39 don't get me wrong he's good no no he's good yeah good but like you're talking about what 2019 2020 you're talking about 18 calendar months that have surpassed like that's a lot of time for a guy to go hit 39 home runs
0: it is and and for a guy who strikes out a pretty good amount doesn't walk that much and hasn't really shown that much in the field that makes you uh, i mean he was so bad at shortstop that people were so happy that he had to move to the outfield
1: yeah uh uh, yeah it's
0: reality of the situation
1: yep it is no i mean he stunk at shortstop. He was one of the worst defenders in the league that started on a I can't
0: basis. stand him. I can't I actually cannot stand him as a player.
1: Uh let's see. I here. hope he
0: somehow finds this.
1: Okay. Uh Julio Rodriguez, while well, I think he's one of the future stars of the game and is a star right now, I think it's very, very hard to rank him among the names of Harper, Vladdy, Scherzer, Verlander, Soto, and Turner. For, for right now. So, so I agree with you and, and, and me and you are, are, are
0: we're not diminishing any, any of no. these players. Cause obviously think... these are all, these are all, these are the best players in the league. We're really just nitpicking, right. but me and you are big proponents of show it to me, show right. it to me for more than one year. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of ranking these super young guys, very high, just because I haven't seen enough. J Rod played one great year where he 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 played amazing amazing baseball. Do I think that he's a, a step above Bryce Harper? No, I do not. No. Could that be because of the injuries? Most likely that's why Harper's at like seventeen and J Rod's at sixteen. But Bryce Harper, I think, is a just better all around baseball player and has shown it for the past eight ten years. And J Rod has showed it for one. Do I think that he could end up being a better player than Bryce Harper? Possibly, but he's not yet.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of the top, like, once you get inside the top 10, I think I think they did well with these numbers. Uh, maybe I'd swap Freddie Freeman out and throw, I don't know.
0: I wouldn't even. I, I think the top 10 is solid with the 10 guys that are there. There is some shifting that I would do around the top 10. But again, it's going to come out as Red Sox bias and Yankee hate. So, I just yeah. don't think Aaron Judge is the second best player in baseball. That's I just mean, my opinion. Yeah, I think Mike Trout is the second best player in baseball. I think if Shohei Otani did one thing, he wouldn't be one. But obviously, he does both, so he's one. My one two three my one through five is Otani, Trout, bets Judge, and then Machado. But that's just me, and it could be the Yankee hate coming out, but. I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, I would. I would still probably do. I would still probably do Otani at one, Trout two, Judge three, Machado four, Mookie five, probably.
0: And that's fine. Yeah. A- any any variation of this list it, it would be good.
1: Which is crazy, considering that four out of those five players play in. Uh, the West Coast, which nobody watches, those games on the East Coast, which is the largest market for baseball. But that'll be remained to be seen.
0: One of them should still be on the East Coast. I
1: miss you, Mookie. One of them should be on the West Coast. Arson,
0: Olson, awesome.
1: Arson Judge. But yeah, overall, so, uh, it's it's, it's, it's over, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's it's interesting to see uh, that people get paid to do this because it's such an objective list. It's so opinionated. uh, Excuse me. It's such a subjective list, is what I was trying to say. Yeah, there you go. It's so subjective. These rankings, but I mean, for the most part, I'd say yeah. I mean, I I I somewhat agree with those. It doesn't really matter. But um, I mean, it doesn't
0: really matter what we think. We're just two jackasses with a podcast, right? What do I know? We know next to nothing. Next to nothing. There's nothing, and then there's a step above. That's what we know.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Should we get into... But we're still going to get
0: on here and talk about it.
1: <laughs> Is there anything else? You, did you want to wrap up this with anything, or did you want to get right into picks? What would you want to do here? I'm good to get into picks. Let's get into it. Let's, let's, let's do some picks. Let's do those picks. Powered by Riverside. All right, picks for Tuesday, March seventh. Zach, do you want to lead us off here? Do you want me to step in?
0: I'll lead us off. I'll lead. No, lead us off. Uh, As everybody on the podcast knows, I am hot. 3-0 for the last three, all women's college basketball. Of course, the guru is going to speak again in women's college basketball. And we're going to a familiar place. Haven't gone on the women's side, but I've seen it on the men's side very very many times. The Marist Red Fox is the alma mater. In the first round of the MAC Championship, Marist taken on Ryder at twelve thirty tomorrow. They're going to destroy them in Poughkeepsie. Marist money line, no question. Women's college basketball guru. See you guys later.
1: I'm um, such a guru. I I am. I, I was torn on this pick going into it. This is. Oh my god! I think someone just got shot outside my house.
0: <laughs> sorry continue
1: wait, wait what what the, what the hell just happened
0: i just heard the biggest bang i've ever heard in my life like tra- an avalanche or some, a, some, some something trans- just exploded
1: transformer probably yeah probably
0: i still have power though so continue um, i'm sorry
1: no 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 worries uh so i was i was torn because this is we're, we're getting into uh college basketball conference championship week there's there's a lot going on across the board, and I was torn between going with my heart or going with something that is fun. I'm going with something that's fun. I'm going with the American East semifinal. The Vermont, what what the fuck? I don't even remember what Vermont is, dude. Are they like the, uh, I think the Wildcats. The, they're the ba- yeah they're, something they're, like they're, that. They're they're, they're 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 the catamounts. That's what they are. Against the yeah, Binghamton yeah, yeah. Bearcats. I am taking Vermont minus fourteen. And Vermont and for those who don't know college basketball that well, Verm- Vermont essentially wins this conference every single year. Every every, every single every year. single year. They're like a powerhouse in the American East. So I am I, I'm taking them. They are the home team. I don't know if this is played at a I don't even know if this conference plays it at a neutral site. They might just play it at the higher seed. Uh, but expect Vermont to come out. And they, they always have a, a really, their team, there's always two things that I've noticed about Vermont. They're always tall. They're always good on the glass and they always shoot the lights out. So I'm expecting a lot Go of Vermont. threes. So I'm, 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 I'm taking Vermont 14 tomorrow. Go Vermont. I'm a huge Vermont fan. Zach. And now we're getting into uh, one of the more painful subjects of the show just get it over with I hate this <laughs> I'm actually I actually hate it so much Okay so I'm doing a li- I'm doing live Okay doing live
0: so it's not rigged so Do we get a rigged. random number? I'll get I'll get one Pick a number 0 through 36 2 2 Yeah I don't think we've had to yet.
1: All right. Do you think we'll ever win? No. Oh, okay. No. I mean, if we do, it'd be really cool, right? It would be
0: really cool if we did, and I would be really happy. But I still have zero confidence whatsoever because history repeats itself, as they usually say that it does. We're going to lose.
1: Oh, Absolutely. So, per usual, the casino game takes forever to load up, so we are putting $3 on two, and here we go. We are spinning, we are spinning. We're spinning, we're spinning. We're going to win. I feel it. Oh my gosh. 25, which is right next to two. Of course it is. I thought I was going to take that extra jump and go to two, but...
0: Does anybody else uh, ever get the feeling that they want to not do this ever again?
1: <laughs> we have to keep doing it now.
0: We have I to. know, and it's fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, man! I hope there's. I still really hope there's someone out there that listens this far through. And like, I hope I hope to God there's one person out there that listens to this podcast. And every week they listen because they want us to get that roulette spin. I don't think there is anybody out there that gives a shit. You
1: know what? We're going to find out. But if you're out there and you do give a shit. We're going to find out if someone listens to this right now. So follow us on social media at the talk off pod. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all four socials. Zach, we were talking about the, the possibility of doing merch. Some some point down the road. If you are listening to this point of the pod, DM us on Instagram or Twitter. And Zach, give them a secret word and they'll get a free piece of merch. Uh, pudding pie. DM us pudding pie and you'll get a free piece of merch. So Most it's likely a, a hat. Most likely.
0: And it doesn't... and. And mom, you can't do it. So,
1: (laughs) just so you know. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, that wraps up our show for Tuesday. Uh, Come back on Thursday to see us lose three more dollars. Or Friday, excuse me. Thursday for us, but Friday for everyone else.
0: And we are one more day closer to opening day. See you guys. Love you guys.